Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins. I'm here in Houston, Texas. Thank you guys so much for joining us on today. We are here Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. We ask that you continue to share with the people that you know, love, care for, your coworkers, business partners, associates, friends, family members. Make sure they all know about the call. Uh, it grows every single day. We have more and more people dial in for the first time. And so welcome to all of you, and thank you to everyone else for sharing. We also ask that you post your notes on social media using the hashtag when Dreams Collide. Visit our website, whendreamscollide.com. Head on over there, subscribe, become a VIP Vision Impact Partner. Look around, see what we got going on, and just get connected. Um, thank you guys so much again for participating in the vision. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Ladies, make sure that you mark your calendar and share with your sisters that you know in the Louisiana area, Texas, Louisiana, um, Alabama, Arkansas, that whole southern belt. Make sure you get connected and join us in New Orleans on June the 11th. Myself and Minister Keisha Wilson, as well as many other Impart partners for Straight Talk Women Talk are headed on that way for the Straight Talk Women Talk Impart session. It's going to be absolutely amazing. The details and tickets and information is on straighttalkwomentalk.com. You want to make sure, ladies, that you get connected. We have a Facebook group. Make sure you join it, Straight Talk Women Talk. We're also on Instagram at Straight Talk Women Talk. Go through, see what we are about, listen to some of the replays of the calls, watch some of the videos, get connected today. It, uh, a Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth and no judgment. So women are able to come together, be authentic about where they are, their story, their journey, and, and get that biblical principle teaching and loving and support from other women and truth uh, so that they can release whatever it is and get on to that next level. So if that's you and sister you care for, you want to make sure that you get connected ASAP today, straighttalkwomentalk.com. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this call started. My husband is here, ready to rock and roll. If you're driving, put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, pull out your pen and paper. And remember, we ask that you post your notes on social media, tag us at it, use the hashtag when dreams collide. Let us see your notes and exploit social media with something positive. Honey, won't you come on to the line, sir, and say good morning to our VIP. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will. Rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited about your future. Yes, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Can you handle the not yet? Can can you handle the not yet? Some of us can handle the yeses in life. I didn't say all of us. I said some of us can handle the yeses in life. And only a few people can handle the no's in life. A few people can handle the rejection that comes when you're going after what it is that you desire. A few of us can handle the no's that come when you're, when you're in pursuit of purpose. Uh, but very, very, very few, a small percentage of people can handle 
the not yet. Yeah, the not yet stages. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not yet a butterfly, but I'm no longer a caterpillar. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not holding on to my history, but I'm not yet at my destiny. I'm, I'm somewhere in between, uh, in between where I desire to be and where I came from. I'm somewhere in the middle. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm no longer in the car. I'm in the emergency room, but I have not yet seen the doctor. Can you handle the not yet? I, I'm not a millionaire yet, but I'm no longer a hundredaire. I'm, I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm a thousand there. I'm, I'm not, I'm not single anymore, but I'm not yet married. I'm, I'm right there in the middle of almost, almost. I can feel it any day I'm going to be proposed to. I'm almost engaged. I'm, I'm no longer separated, but I'm not, I'm not yet divorced. I'm in between. I'm in a conundrum. Can you handle the not yet? This is when your will is tested. This is when your resolve is tested. What is resolve? Resolve is making a promise to yourself that I'll never give up. I will never give up. When I'm in the middle is when things sometimes become a little hazy. They become foggy. I, I can't see the force from the trees. It, 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 it's, the, it's the testing ground from where I desire to be from where it is that I am, that place of not yet, can you handle the not yet, the, the place where I've sown the seeds, but I don't see the harvest yet. I'm sure I put seed in the ground. I'm sure I've made the prospecting calls. I'm sure I'm doing all that's required. I'm sure that I'm doing the activity. I am sure of it. I'm showing up to the meetings on time. I'm showing up. I'm signed in. I've got my jersey on, but you're not putting me in the starting lineup yet. What? What is this place? This is the place of not yet. Can you handle the not yet? There are different seasons that prepare you for destiny. There are different seasons that prepare you for accomplishment. There are different seasons that prepare you for significance. One of those seasons is the seasons of not yet, the season of affliction. You're, you're going to be afflicted. You know, isn't it amazing? The people that hurt you the most are the ones that you hold dear and close. The people that have hurt you the most are oftentimes the ones that you hold near and even close. You go through this season of, of affliction. Yes, the affliction of the righteous. Yes, you are afflicted. And sometimes even conflicted as to why they of all people would do it. I mean, the people that you've been there for, the people that you've given to, the ones that you've sown into, you've given up your time, you've given up of, of your energy, you've even given of your money. And some of those same people won't be there for you. You go through this season of, of affliction in the not yet stage. You go through a, a season of chastisement. Yes. It's nothing like being ridiculed for doing what's right. I would understand if I was taking all this heat because I was doing what was wrong. I would understand I, I was taking all of this condemnation for pursuing my would I would I would really get it. I would I would roll over and play dead if I if I was in the wrong, but I'm in the right. Have you ever been treated 
wrongfully because of what you did right. Whereas people don't understand, they don't have a clue. But listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, God gave you a vision before man gave you his opinion. God gave you the vision before man gave you the opinion. And this place that you find yourself in, this conundrum that you step into of, of, of not being in the place uh, of where people can see what you've seen, where, where people can hear what you've heard, and, and they can see the tangible of, of all your sweat equity. The question is, can you handle the not yet? I remember the story in the scripture where the man was healed. He was healed of leprosy, and and uh, and not only leprosy, a leprosy. There were several that were healed of leprosy, but one came back and said thank you to the healer. There was another story of Jesus healing the man with the blinded eyes. He spit in the ground and he makes a mud pie, <laughs> puts it on the man's eyes and, and uh, tells the man, go wash, go wash the mud pie off. Don't wipe it off with your hand. Uh, don't, don't get any water uh, from your flask that you may have. Don't, don't ask anybody for any opinions. Don't ask them for any help. I, I can imagine as I extrapolate the principles and the transferable truths in that story that this would be, this would be a little uncomfortable. First of all, the, how, how, how does it feel sometimes when, when the process does not even seem remotely close to the promise? I mean, you know, he had healed blinded eyes before, but every time he healed a blinded eyes, he had done it in a different way because God doesn't do the same thing the same way for everybody. So you may be expecting it to come in this form or in this fashion. You may be expecting it to come through this individual. But it may come in a different direction. It may come in a different complexion. It may come in a different uh, set of circumstances and events. But the question is, can you handle the not yet stage? Puts the mud pie on his eye, tells the guy, go wash this off. I can imagine there are probably other people around him. And if they're not other people around him, there were definitely people next to him, near him, that saw him with something different on his face as he had to walk into the miracle. Can you handle the not yet? See, there's one thing to shout and scream and be excited for, for oh, I have met my miracles. Because sometimes you got to go to the place in order to meet the person so you can actually have a, 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 a clash collision moment with your destiny. And so this man... He walks up. He gets what he desires, and it doesn't happen immediately. How do you feel? How do you respond when what it is that you've been building for, what it is that you've been expecting, what it is that you've been praying and hoping for doesn't happen immediately? Can you handle the not yet? Now, he's walking down this road. We don't know how long the road was, but I'm sure it wasn't a hop and a step. It was probably a few miles that he had to walk. He couldn't drive to it. He couldn't run to it. He couldn't fly to it. He had to walk. That's why Scripture says we walk by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. Dr. Monroe says eyes that look are common, but eyes that can are rare. Helen Keller says, I would rather be blind than have sight and still no vision. Most people have sight 
but very people, very few people have a vision. Can you handle the not yet? And so here he is. He's walking. People are probably mocking him. People are probably asking that we're around the circumstance and the situation, why would you let that man spit in dirt and put it on your eyes? There will always be non-believers, doubters, and naysayers to meet you in the not yet stages. You've been talking a good game. You've been, you've been going to the meetings. You've been doing something unconventional to pursue your dream, to pursue your goal, to manifest your vision. So, so, so there are going to be people that say, no, that's not right. No, that doesn't seem appropriate. That's not for you. Why are you doing this? You've got a college education. You've got, you've got, you've got a doctorate degree. You're an attorney. You're, you're an engineer. You're this, you're that. And that is beneath you. That's below you. Why would you go through this methodology? This seems like madness and you've got to be desperate for change. If it doesn't change you, it, it won't. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Change. C-H-A-N-G-E. Choose. Happiness and never give excuses. And here he is. He walks down in spite of the ridicule, in spite of not being able to see. It's one thing to be in the right place, and still it's not your right time. Did you hear me? Sometimes you'll find yourself at the right place, but it's still not your time. And he has to now walk. And go wash his face before he could see. Can you handle the not yet? Can you handle the walking before the miracle? Can you handle the going before the growing? Can you handle the struggle before the strength? Can you handle the difficulty before the destiny. Can you handle the not yet? Write this down in your notes and post it on social media. God's not yet doesn't mean not ever. God's not yet doesn't mean not ever. Some of us, based on where we are in life, we lose all excitement and believe that things can and still work out for us. We're so close, we can see it, it's close to us, it's so close to us, we can touch it on those closest to us. People that are around us have received their blessing. We can see it on them. You know how it is in, in corporate America. You're working, and they tell you to, um, you know, get the entry-level position. You work hard, come in early, stay late. You can work your way all the way up to the top. Well, there is no top. You're going to work your way to the middle. And the reason why there is no top is because there's a glass ceiling. You can see the success. You can see the results, but you can't ever get to it. Chances are the CEO is not going to turn that company over to you when they retire. 99.99% of the time, that's not going to happen. There are rare cases where, you know, one in a, in a billion it happens for, but nine times out of ten, it's just not going to happen. And so what do you do in the meantime? You keep working. You keep moving. You, you keep – God. man's rejection is God's redirection. Man's rejection 
It's God's redirection. So if if one door has closed, if someone has said no, if somebody has said not yet, then then that means God has another plan. He's redirecting your path to a different place. The challenge with a lot of people, and, you know, we've all done it before, whereas when we get the rejection, um, we attempt still to, to make it fit, to make it work with that area that, that, that God has said, no, no, it's not going to happen over here. He's steadily attempting to redirect us to the place that it is going to happen, but we're so stuck on, you know, where we want it to happen. <laughs> and, and where you want it to happen may not be where it needs to happen for you. And and because, remember, our, our purpose, we, we, we were all born with a purpose. We were all born to solve a problem for something and someone. And that's what God created us for. But before he formed us, he knew us. Jeremiah 1 and 5. And he set us apart. He said, Jeremiah part to be a prophet. He said, you apart to do something too. You weren't just born for no reason. There, there's a very clear, specific reason why you were born. God is very intentional with everything that he does. The key is discovering what that thing is. And so as we are going along our journey, there's going to be a lot of things that our flesh just wants to have happen. We want it to work in this area. And God is saying, no, you're going to get the blessing. But I have to give you the not yet right now because you're not in the right place. Sometimes you're not yet. It's because you're not in the right place. Where, the law of place is important. Everything you want is in a place. What place have you disconnected yourself from that God wanted to give you the blessing at? Or, or, or what place are you have yet have you have yet to, to to get to? Are you still stuck somewhere else? Well, God has been telling you to move to go for years, but you're still there. Why? Because in your flesh you want to be. You can't expect the blessing to be at the place that God is trying to break you from. God is not going to pour his blessings on you at a place he's attempting to break you from. So you got to be connected to him enough to know, okay, wait, all right, so what do I need to do, Lord? What do I, what, what do I need to go? Philippians 4 and 6, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. What requests are you sending to him so that he can provide clarity to you on where it is you need to go, be, and do next? Don't allow yet, not yet, to make you negative towards somebody else's right now. Don't allow your not yet to make you negative towards someone else's right now. Bitterness, jealousy, and envy, they are deadly to your dreams. Celebrate other people. Celebrate them. If they have what it is that you want, celebrate it. If you're single and you want to be married so bad, you just, man, that is just so important to you. And you see other people who are married or engaged. When you see them, you don't throw shade. You don't hate. You don't speak negative on them and why they chose them and that and the other or why they get married here and why they doing this. It's none of your business why. Because they want to. That's not your husband. That's not your wife. That's not your relationship. So it's none of your business. What you need to be concerned about is yours. Celebrate them. Applaud them just as you would want someone to do that for you. 
you reap what you sow. You can't sow a negative seed in an area you want a positive result. You, you can't sow a negative seed in somebody else's success, and it's in the same area you want to have success in. No, it doesn't work that way. You reap what you sow. So make sure as other people are excelling, you celebrate them. Same thing in business. Regardless of their team, of their company, their organization, where they live, what they whatever it is, if they have something you desire, even if even if it's just the way that they live their life, you like you just like them as people, whatever it is, you don't allow their what what they are receiving right now to make you bitter about your not yet. Don't be bitter towards their right now. Don't get bitter towards your not yet because it's going to come. Every seed, every thought, every emotion, every feeling is a seed. And you just, you, you, you've been praying for something. You've been working for something. But every time you react towards yourself or someone else with something negative, you uproot your seed. The very seed that you just sown, you dig it right back up. And the reason why it's still, you're still in that not yet season is because you keep digging up the seed. Don't do that. What God has for you is custom made for you. You can't fit what's for somebody else. It just doesn't fit. If you go to a tailor and you get a custom made suit or a custom made dress, you get a custom made outfit, they are going to measure you specifically. They're going to measure your neck, the length of your arms, the width of your arms. They're going to measure your chest, your waist, your torso, your hips, your, your legs, your cat. They're going to measure you from head to toe. Everybody's body is completely different. So if I get a custom-made suit or dress, it is not going to fit you. If you get a custom-made suit or dress, it is not going to fit me. What God has for me is for me. What God has for you is for you. So you can't wish for somebody else's blessing that is not designed to fit you. Okay, so what if you get it? You want what somebody else has so bad because they're right now is so appeasing to you. You are just completely impatient to wait for your not yet. So you go and you get what they have. And you attempt to fit their blessing. You attempt to put their blessing on. Well, guess what else you put on when you put on their blessing? You also put on their burden. Not only is the blessing custom made, but so is the burdens that come along with it. With, with, with every blessing, there is there is some some work that has to go in, some some fighting that has to be done in the spirit to make it happen. And the reason why everybody's deal is custom made for them is because of the issues and the challenges that they face. You can't handle. Period. The issues and things that we face, you can't handle. The issues and things that you face, we can't handle. So so instead of wanting somebody else's right now, it is my best recommendation that you be patient for yours, not yet. The scripture tells us the end of a thing is better than the beginning. Be patient. The patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Why? Because the end is better than the beginning. It's not going to be pretty in the beginning. It's just That's just how it's going to be. It's just not. You're going to have moments of happiness, moments of excitement, but at the end of the deal, you know, it's just not going to be the best thing. That's why it's called a process. That's why it's called a journey. But when you get there, man, it's going to be amazing. 
Rejoice in hope. Be patient throughout the tribulation. And you continue steadfastly in prayer. That's Romans 12 and 12. Patient during the tribulation. Patient during the not yet season. Because God's not yet does not mean not ever. It's going to happen. The blessing is custom tailored, custom made for you. It takes time to craft excellence. It takes time. A Toyota is made much faster than a Rolls Royce. It takes time to create excellence. It takes time to create quality. That is nothing wrong with a Toyota. I had a Corolla. I have a Toyota now. I love the cars. They're amazing. But it doesn't take as long to make them as it does something else. Well, I mean, you don't get you don't get impatient if you rush the process. Guess what's gonna happen? You're going to miss something along the way. And the last thing you want to have happen is that you get to where it is that you want to go, you get to where it is you want to be, and you realize you don't have everything you need to sustain it. You don't have everything you need to keep it. And then guess what? You lose it all. You lose it all, and you have to start all over again. No, you don't want to do that. Be patient through the not yet. Because it is coming to pass. Honey? Be patient. Be patient. Keep walking. Yes, it takes 13 hours to make a Toyota, but six months to craft a Rolls Royce. 13 hours for a Toyota, but six months to build and craft a Rolls Royce. Do you want a Toyota blessing? Or do you want a Rolls Royce release? Y'all can have the Toyota blessing. We're going to celebrate you. I'm going to clap for you. I'm going to cheer for you. We will applaud you. But those of us that can endure the not yet season, those of us that can handle the not yet, are going to get the Rolls Royce releases. I can't wait to see yours. God bless you. God bless your families, and God most certainly bless your dreams.